Hello and welcome. This is Candace Myrice and David Jansen. Thank you for joining us today on our second episode of Where Math Happens. This podcast is designed specifically for you, the math educator. We are passionate about serving and inspiring teachers. It brings us joy to see people at their best. On today's episode, we will be discussing building student relationships. David and I like to start every episode with the problem of the podcast, AKA the pop. Yeah, I love these. What do you have for us today, Candace? Well, today we're gonna explore a story that has been passed down through the ages. It's called Going to St. Ives. I remember this. This version of the story can be tracked back all the way to ancient Egypt. In fact, Fibonacci even had an early variation in the 13th century and England in the 18th century. And if you've taken a class with me in the past, you might recognize this problem because I love doing this problem. Yeah, I love these nursery rhymes or riddles. They're a lot of fun. I remember working with them in uh, the primary grades. Awesome. So this one again, going to St. Ives. Here we go. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Every wife had seven sacks and every sack had seven cats. Every cat had seven kits. Kits, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were going to St. Ives? <laughs> well, there's a lot of math to possibly unpack here. Absolutely. And in fact, when I first did this problem, I had to read and read and reread the problem before I could even begin to understand what I needed to do. So we want to offer you that this problem will be and the possible solutions and activities will be located at rpdp.net under resources, math, and then click podcast. We're that's gonna great. keep a lot of our resources there for you. Yeah, that's good. So one of the things that I like about this problem is that it encourages divergent thinking and has multiple entry points and multiple solutions. After you have an opportunity to look at this nursery rhyme, It'd be great for you to share your solutions with us. And we have a spot for that on our Where Math Happens Padlet. It's located on our resources folder of the podcast. In our previous episode, we discussed the topic of reflection, which went hand in hand with the end of the school year. As we begin this school year, it's important to focus on the topic of building student relationships. Yeah. Many teachers focus on relationship building at the beginning of the year, but this definitely needs to be a year long endeavor. As the school year progresses, it's easy to end up focused on just the standards, but it's equally important, however, to keep a focus on those relationships. You may want to utilize the first few minutes of class each day to continue to learn about your students. Absolutely. And one of the reasons that I think this is so important mm -hmm. is this is the area of which we build that trust and mutual respect with our students. Absolutely. Students also I think, want to engage and perform for people that they respect. Absolutely. You actually want to do well. You want to make people that you trust and respect happy. Absolutely. Classroom behavior issues would probably go down too when you have a good relationship with your students. And it allows you to keep it as a matter of fact and not personal. Absolutely. And I would share that with my students at the beginning of the year when I would talk about with them, how would we have some discipline or some 
I hate the word discipline, but when things weren't going right, how yeah, I would yeah. redirect them. And Absolutely. I would tell them, it's a matter of fact, don't get upset. I will just remind you of mm-hmm. our rules and procedures of our classroom and then let's move on. And that worked really well. And I'll be honest with you. I really believe that building these student relationships is the most important part of teaching. Once you have that, you've got them. I agree. I agree. Now, bringing it back to math, since this is a math podcast, (laughs) how does relationship building help us with math in the classroom? Well, it will help students want to open up and share their solutions and strategies when they feel comfortable and safe. Yeah, I think it's important that the, for them to like justify their thinking, defend their reasoning with us. And this one I love too is they become more willing to get on that mathematical journey with you because they know that you won't ever give them more than they can handle. So they're ready to jump on even if they can't see the end there. Absolutely. What are some activities that can allow students to build relationships with one another and, of course, with the teacher? One activity that I've seen used a lot in classrooms for a math problem, but also building those relationships, whether it's student to student or student to teacher, is an activity called Give One, Get One. I've heard of that, David. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. How it's does it cool. go? So what you do is you you provide a problem that you know your kids, your students in your class can attack that's at grade level or even more accessible. Because okay. it's not so much about the math here as much as it's about them communicating to each other and reasoning and problem solving because they're going to get an opportunity to do that. Which is math, by the way. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we pose a problem and you give the individual time to solve it on their own mentally and then they record it on a sheet of paper. Okay. Once everybody is ready, it's now time for them to go find a peer in the classroom and share their strategies with one another. So they're working on those listening and speaking skills, and they're also listening, uh, working on like communicating to one another mathematically, like you said. One of them shares, one of them's listening, and then they just repeat that. And so that's why it's called give one, get one. You can also do something called give one, get one, move on, and continue to go around the room. Oh, yeah, I So like depending that. on your grade level and the expectations of your students, you can do give one, get one go sit down (laughs) or you could do give one, get one and move on. And they can maybe share with two or three or four peers in their class and work on those relationships with one another. I like that. It kind of reminds us of that nursery rhyme. If you said something like you have to have three different possible solutions. So you know that when they go to get one, Mm -hmm. that they have to have three different ones or at least two different ones. Possibly can hear that with this activity, more than one strategy for sure. Absolutely. Another activity, I'm going to start off with a question for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Would you rather receive a gift of $1.50 for every month of your life okay. or a nickel for every day of your life? Ooh, I like those. You like those. Those are called Would You Rather. Okay. And there's actually a website called Would You Rather Math. We will have the link um, again at rpdp.net that you can go where these questions have been created. And what I love about it is they actually have them from K to high school. So you can find what would work for you. But again, students are figuring out what would work for them. And then they just have to justify. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. Right. Math teachers, we feel like it. I'm sorry to talk over you, David. Math teachers feel like there is a right because we're going to go straight to the math. Yeah. But listen to what your students justify. Absolutely. So both those activities allow lots of conversation and, once again, relationship building. Absolutely. So, David, 
what if the, your admin comes in and is like, why are you doing that activity? Yeah, I could see that happening if you're maybe not following your program or something. But I just think we could talk to the administrator and just say, hey, we need students to see us as people, get them to trust us and feel safe to open up. And as soon as they trust us and feel comfortable, that's when we begin to see tremendous learning and growth occur from our students. David, I want to share a piece from an article that I read called Relationship Building from Day One. It's by Kimberly Hager and Sarah Arnez, and I found it in Edutopia, a really great place to find some education articles that are directed towards teacher, teachers, and I feel that this really wraps it all up. Okay, let's hear it. I'd love to hear it. We as teachers know that it's the little things when it comes to connecting with students, being even-tempered, being predictable, or saying hello or good morning. Giving a fist bump to start the student's day can make all the difference. When a teacher shows recognition to a student in the hallway, asks how their night or game, concert, practice, etc. went, or just listens, it can make all the difference in that student's day. Students love to see the fun, silly side of teachers. Keeping a focus on connections 180 days of the year can make students feel safe, seen, and ready to engage. Yeah, I really, I really like that. I like, I like how that reinforces that relationship building we were discussing today, and that it, it does not end after the first week or two of school. Every day. It I like happens. that a lot. Thanks for sharing that. It's okay. now time for math is not a joke. Or is it? <laughs> we we always love to close each podcast with a with a joke. And Candice, I got a joke for you. Okay. Do you know what tool is the best tool for math? No, what? Multipliers. <laughs> Get it, pliers? I love it. I love those knee slapper jokes. They are my favorites. Your <laughs> students will too. So, you know, David, I think we just found our episode, our topic for our next episode. Okay. The use of models and tools in the math classroom. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that next time. I want to once again remind you that professional development is always at the forefront of RPDB. Please check out our workshops, classes, conferences, and other resources at our website at rpdb.net. And please join David and I each time as we offer professional learning through humor and conversations focused on math, pedagogy, student performance, and best practices that result in success for all. And just remember, wherever you are, math happens. happens.